Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's up, my peoples? I wanted to join you guys. I wanted to bless you. I wanted to chop it up with y'all because there have just been too many things that have been going through my peripheral for me to not say something about it. I just, I have to get some things off my chest. One of which is I'm so happy with how you guys have been responding to the podcast. It's been great. I hope that you really enjoyed the episode with Zell, honey. Isn't she something else? We will have her back. We will have some others joining us as well. So just be ready, honey, because we got some things to discuss. One thing that I wanted to talk about that a lot of you guys probably don't even know is that I suffer from alopecia. So my eyebrows are drawn on. I've been through multiple periods of time when I had huge bald spots in my head, just stress-induced. And I came across in my Instagram this week this woman named Christy Valdeseri. She's amazing. She created the Baltarage. Go find her on Instagram, Christy Valdeseri. I was scrolling through, and usually they call it a doom scroll, but this was a joy scroll. She empowers young children specifically who have illnesses that cause them to lose their hair, whether it's alopecia, other things. And she encourages them not to be ashamed of the situation that they're in and to rock this bald head. And it was really cool because I also had a moment of confirmation with that because I was at the UPS getting some things dealt with. And I saw this beautiful woman walk in and she was rocking a bald head. Now it was not Christy. That would have just been OD, but it was just this kind of confirmation moment of this is amazing. Not everyone in the world is trash, but we will get to the ones who are trash. Speaking of in Florida, why is it always in Florida? What do y'all be drinking and eating down there that makes y'all do the things that y'all do? There's a woman named Peaches Sturgo. Peaches, baby. Now, Peaches, she's now facing 20 years behind bars after she had to admit that she stole $2.8 million from this, this poor man who's already been through enough. He's a Holocaust survivor. And she just took advantage of him. She made him think that she was in love with him. I've been calling her JJ. Jen Shaw Jr., JJ, wondering if she will end up joining her namesake in prison. And she, at this point, before the final countdown, has admitted to what she's done. So she probably is going to prison. I just think it's so disgusting. And out of all the people in the world for you to pull in and run a scheme on, ugh. I hope they put her ass underneath of the jail. Build a special hole for this girl to go sit in. Peaches. Caucasian peaches, although I realize that all the peaches that I actually have heard of are Caucasian girls. I really don't know no real peaches in real life. I know somebody who goes by peaches on the low, low, you know, Miss Peaches. You know, you know who you are, honey? But this is just incomprehensible. Utterly sick and ridiculous. The antithesis of Christy Valdeseri. 
this woman is ratchet. And I don't know what it is down there in Florida. Maybe it's because they keep taking all of y'all books away and revoking all of y'all rights that y'all have, y'all have gone to extreme measures to secure the bag. But this is not the way to do it. This is way too much, honey. What is this? Peaches? Peaches, baby. What is this, honey? I know people in Florida who don't rob and steal from folks. They earn an honest living. Figure out how to do that, sweetie. Just figure out how to do that. There's too many things that are going on below the scenes. You know, secret operations. People stealing and robbing from people and committing fraud and, and you know, down low, undercover. They have to admit it in the, in, the, in the interim, which made me think of something. Something that my fiance brought to the pod, you guys. He was reading an article about these secret police stations. Has anyone heard about it? Oh, yeah, you heard about it? I did not. I had not heard about this. I heard about these, and they're Chinese police stations. So the prosecution, whoever that might be, (laughs) I want to say it's the NYPD. I think it actually might be the U.S. government, reveals that the Chinese government's flagrant violation of our nation's sovereignty by establishing a secret police station in the middle of New York City. Okay, so this is from Breon Pierce, the top prosecutor in Brooklyn. So this is coming out of New York. It's not okay with him. He's letting us know. We ain't going for this. We will go for the corruption within our own police department, but we ain't going for this. There's multiple stations, you guys, multiple of them, and they're believed to be among, I don't know, like a hundred of them operating across the entire world. But um, the UK's got it. The Netherlands have got it. But last month, Canada announced an investigation into um, two sites that they thought might be these little police outposts. And what's happening there is that they're, they're just like spying on people. Which, to me, as an ignorant, doesn't sound too bad. I'm like, well, maybe they're just looking after grandma. She came over. She's living with my uncle now. I don't trust him. He's got a really shitty apartment. I just want to make sure she's okay. That's not what they're doing. That's that's really not what they're doing. I wish it was. It's not okay. They are they're spying on folks, and who knows what they're doing with the information they've got. Maybe these people have have decided to flee from their and want to be here for a different reason, or maybe they just don't want it to be normed. I think the idea is what is the 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 guys is that they're fighting crime and they're getting people who may have left because they're criminals or whatever, which I don't know. Because I don't know. And I can admit that. But I thought it was very interesting. And I just wondered, what is it? What is this, honey? That's this is really something that I'm wondering, like, well, what is this? This is very interesting. Are y'all looking at me? You know, we all think that, right? Not we all. Some of us all think that. And it's really, really, really <laughs> an interesting perspective to have. It's like, well, what, what do I, what are they looking at me for? They ain't got nothing I want. I don't have nothing for you to get. <laughs> They're not just coming after me. But they do have a list, apparently. And they was looking to check it twice. And I don't think anyone on the list was nice, in their opinion. I think they're all naughty. So I'm just going to pray for those people. To this man. I don't know who this, you know, to this man, I pray for you. Secret police stations, though. I'm like, where are they, though? Are they in the, are they in the Walgreens? Do they get a retail space? And really, it's like, oh, that's why this dress is $15,000. And they're like, if anyone is an idiot enough to buy this dress, that's why we can keep the doors open. It's actually a secret police station. I don't like secrets. <laughs> I don't like secrets, Okay. 
put it all out there on Front Street. Let us just see it out in the open, okay? That's how we like to do it over here. We like to commit our crimes in, in, right out there in the open. We don't want to hide it. And one thing I don't want to hide is my love. Y'all, there's been some, like, like we started with a really joyous moment. There's been some joyous moments. And this may not actually be a joyous moment for all of you. But Elon Musk, little raggedy SpaceX, chow, she had a little bit of a derailment. She went off the tracks. <laughs> and um, it's just interesting how people like worship these, these kind of people. And it's like, no, they're just trying to figure it out too, honey. They're trying to figure it out. They might be screaming about it and yelling. But what do you guys think about the SpaceX thing? Would you want to ride... Would you get a ticket to ride? Ticket to ride. Would you get a ticket to ride on the Elon Musk? I would probably take Jeff Bezos' um, space situation before I would do an Elon Musk one. Just because I feel like Elon Musk, and, and I have nothing against him because, I mean, whatever. There's so many. <laughs> I understand that people are like, well, but he has so much power and influence. And I just see what he's doing with it. And so I'm not, I don't know. I'm just like, well, it seems like he's kind of just making a fool out of himself in a lot of ways. Um, you can't take away the success that he has had, but it seems that what he's doing now. So I just, I'm interested to know what you guys think. Like, would you take that specific brand because i know y'all drive teslas what do you think i know a lot of people have some conflicting feelings about that especially people in the climate world the climate change the climate efficiency the people who are trying to help us save the climate world they may have some different opinions but i know a lot of people who have teslas a lot of people who live near me and it's gotten better as far as having to plug those things in right and having to wait 24 hours to get your car charged up because that has happened to people. I think it really depends on where you live, right? Like if you live in a big, big city where there's not a lot, I mean, then I would suggest you have one of those plugs at your house. If you buy an as expensive as core, but it's just me. What do you guys think about all this stuff? All of these scientific, you know, <laughs> advancements. Is it a scientific advancement? If, NASA and everyone else has already done it? Or is this supposed to be like, you know, I guess that it is an advancement that now the masses and the normies will be able to access it if they mortgage their house and give up all their retirement savings. Um, so let me know if you guys are trying to go and like do the things. There's going to be all this tourism, I feel, before I'm dead at least, like this space tourism, at least between like here and the moon. I don't know how far people are trying to go, but I think they're trying to go a little bit far. Y'all, I really do. I think they're trying to get out of here. <laughs> I think they've had enough. <laughs> I think they've had enough. And you know what? I feel blessed, though. I feel like I can see both sides of, like, so. I feel like social media has changed how we view the world and how we embrace the world. I think in a lot of great ways and a lot of negative ways as well, because there's all of this uh, attempt for perfection and like, you know, AI and girls won't even post the picture of themselves. You know, it's like people feel some type of way by it, but also information can be disseminated in such an amazing way. And we can get to the root of a lot of things because you can't cover things up when it's all out there. But I just wonder how that 
is going to change the world at large. You know? I'm just, I'm just interested to see how it can go. But I, I just... These, these guys are doing these things, and I think that they're great that they can do them, but they have been done. The actual, like, scientists and the, the um, astronauts and all those guys, they have done it before. And... Um, but I'm interested to see like what the the intergalactic travel is going to be like because y'all know I love to I love to hop a flight, and me at like 80 years old, like people can be like, are you scared? No, girl, I'm on the brink of death already. Let's go to the moon, see what it's like. But can we get on the Bezos plane? The Bezos plane? What do they call it? A space plane? You know, the Bezos one, or we can we can get on the Virgin one over there with what's his name. The lovely British, the lovely British guy. I can't believe I can't think of his name right now. I just don't want to mess it up. Um, I want to say his name is Richard something. <laughs> is that some sort of bias against British people? His name must be Richard something. Richard something or other. Um, speaking of British people, you guys have has anyone been watching Indian matchmaking on Netflix? They have just released a few new episodes for this new season. And they have jumped across the pond. They have introduced us to some lovely, lovely people. Some, was that? I was going to say folks, but then my mouth started saying people at the same time. So then you got whatever the hell sound that was I just made. What the hell? Um, I love it. I am really enjoying Bobby. I was posting some, some photos of all the cast on my Instagram, and I literally got to Bobby and stopped because I don't care about anyone else. I love him. I think that... Good guys always finish last, and it's some BS. I'm not saying that he's finished last. I haven't even finished the whole thing because I like to savor these things. I can't binge this kind of thing. I weep so intensely. When they when the people start to realize that they're in love, because I'm also not going to be like a spoiler alert queen until it's been, you know, maybe like a month or two. But there's always these really incredible moments on these shows where it goes from like a production to wait, these people are really in love, at least on Indian matchmaking, which is ironic because I said on Zell's podcast that I don't like love, like romance game shows, which does anyone consider this to be a game show or I don't think it's a game show. I think it's just a documentary, right? There's a woman named Seema. She is a world renowned Indian matchmaker. She focuses on the traditional weddings that happen with these really interesting and incredible people and they live all over the world, and um, they've just begun their third season. I want to say it's the third season. And they have some really excellent people on. We've seen in the past seasons people get married, and they have these gorgeous weddings, and they, they, they meet these people. They, they're reluctant to it. It's arranged marriages. It's a cultural tradition that they uphold. And um, honestly... <laughs> They got less divorce rates than we do, so I don't know. I don't hate on anybody's journey and anyone's tradition in the culture. I'm not going to tell my daughter who to marry, but if she asks me, I will give her my opinion. Yes, I will. And I already have some ideas. She's not even, <laughs> she doesn't even exist, right? Cut to my daughter, and she's like, I actually, I don't want to get married. <laughs> Ever. Does that bring a tear to my eye right now? Just thinking. My baby girl. And it's also like, you don't have a girl. You have a baby boy. And also in the vein of this show, because it's not something I finished, 
I just want you guys to get into it because I feel like a lot of people don't watch it. You watch the first two seasons and then you'll be ready to jump in. I'm going to probably finish it. I have been told over and over and over again. I've been encouraged to jump on this jury duty bandwagon because I do love a comedy. And James Marsden is just ever so cute, isn't he? Isn't that that's him, right? It's James Marsden. Correct me if I'm wrong. I have been ever so wrong about things this week. I was so wrong about the Drag Race All Stars, which also is something that, like, are you guys excited about? The cast is great. I had dreamed up a top four based on the photos because me, being a very confident little biatchi, I'm like, well, I can tell who it is based on the photos. I don't need to like look at the press release. Like, I know who these are, and not me confusing Miss Asia O'Hara with La La Ree. Oh my God! How dare you? People was like, girl. That is not, Asia, Asia O'Hara is not on this cast. And that's just me being obsessed with Asia O'Hara. Hey, because I'm obsessed with her. I am. I love her. She's great. And um, I'm kind of sad that she's not in this. She has had her turn. I know she's had her turn. She's done well. She got a good job in Vegas. I get it. Like, everyone stop yelling at me. It's going to be fine. I just had to say it. And... um. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys excited about this all-stars cast i have an uncanny gift for predicting the top four and i'm gonna say it now and i could be wrong i will accept that so no one has to drag me because i know that i'm a human being and that i am not always correct but as of the last couple of years i've been very very specific i'm not gonna say who i think the winner is gonna be until i see the first episode but i feel in my chest we will have a Candy Muse, Heidi in Closet, Darian Lake, and Jimbo Top 4. I said it. I know. It's crazy. I think I know it all. And um, like Bethany Frankel said, maybe I do. But I'm telling you right now, that's how it's going to shake down, you guys. And I thought that Asia O'Hara was in it. <laughs> so I put her in the top four. But she said, what now? Why am I in it? I think we may be surprised by some people. Kahana is great. We have um, Alexis, who is now back, and she's fab. I mean, they're all fabulous. That's why they're all-stars. And they're all coming back to the show. <laughs> I am, I'm probably most excited because T.S. Madison, T.S. Madison, Madison, Madison will be back to judge. And if you guys didn't know, T.S. Madison is one of my biggest inspirations in life. And last year, I oh, I was ever so close to being in a project. I was ever so close to being in two projects that she was also in. And let me just say, I'm putting it out there into the atmosphere. Honda, baby, Honda. If y'all know nothing about the 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 Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, Hallelujah. <laughs> I will be working with T.S. Madison. It is it is yet a matter of time. So at any rate, you guys watch All Stars. I will be watching it. I will probably do some coverage of it just because it's easy to do and um, so fun. And those girls love to shade each other. I will do episodes and I will do Untucked as well. Moving right along from these queens. Oh, somebody who thinks she's a queen. I understand she's going through a lot right now. But... Hindsight's 2020, and I guess they're all trash. Have y'all, did y'all hear? Oh my God, the definition of what is this? Penny. 
What is this? This is the reason. This is why we come and gather. This is why we are gathered here today. Savannah Crisley, she was ejected from a Southwest airline flight. Now, for these people to have smuggled all the coin that they have robbed and they have stolen, I'm just saying. Now, I know it's not spirit. I'm not going to even go there because I took a spirit airlines flight because I was like, whatever, you don't like it's a flight. It's not the same. It's not the same. It is. It's a megabus with propellers. I was nervous. At any rate, Savannah Cridsley, she took to her social media to express her disdain for Southwest and agreeing with all the people who had told her in the past that Southwest was just trash. Just trashy. I'm just trashy people. She couldn't believe how she was treated. And I will give her kudos because she did tell the story in an honest way because she gave her account of the story. And I said, well, obviously, you're not in charge, girl. You're not in charge. She decided that she was going to bring more bags than were allowed onto her flight. And, of course, she was met with a rejection at the gate. And let me tell you something about these people. The people who work at the gate, they go through too much. Y'all do way too much. My mom used to be a gate agent for American Airlines. And we thank God for that provision. <laughs> I feel the Holy Ghost walking through me right now, y'all, on this, on this podcast episode. We thank God for that provision because it is a lot of the reason why I have been to, to travel the world because of that job that she had. Y'all do too much with these gate agents. So when you come, whenever you guys are flying the friendly skies, please understand, especially for my people who've been on the planet for a while, it's not 1960. We do not have our Chanel two piece and we're not going onto the flight where we're not all having that experience. And you might be having that experience today. But most people are going to be crammed next to somebody for several hours. Okay. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of people who have taken some, you know, flight medication. Lots of stuff goes on at airports. People are going to celebrate. They're drunk. You just need to chill. She gets to the gate. When they, whenever the gate people tell you we're putting, you have to check your bag before you get on the plane. That's because the plane is full already. It's because the overhead compartments are full all ready they have just received a word and i can assure you that they have been on a plane more times than you because it's never the people who have the million miles who cause this commotion it's always these little ignorant people savannah crisley and i used to freaking love you okay honestly i'm gonna let the holy ghost move through me still i still love you girl but i'm very disappointed i'm like disappointed and i understand that she's going through a lot because her parents are going to prison because they've been stealing and they've been robbing and they've been lying. One thing my mama did not put up with growing up with us. Do not lie. Because if you tell the truth, I will know how to proceed to have your back. If you lie to me, you make yourself and you make myself look a fool. Savannah gets to the gate. They're like, ma'am, you're going to have to check that bag. And she goes, I'm actually just going to take it on the plane and see if it fits. And if it doesn't, then I'll check it. As if these people who do this flight 15 times per day, because she wasn't going to France, 
She was taking her ass back home to wherever she lived. Nashville. Was it Nashville, y'all? Or was it Atlanta? I don't know where she lives right now. She lives in Nashville. She should have married that man, y'all. She should have married that nice Kristen boy. As my grandma would say, he's a Kristen. Is he a Kristen? She should have married that nice boy. He loved her. Or maybe she didn't want to get him entangled with the grizzly, with the grizzly catastrophe. So she says, no, I'm going to take it, actually. And she proceeds to, to march her happy ass onto the plane with this bag. And so, of course, they have communication devices, ya morons. The flight, the person who was on the plane, who was a queen, by the way, <laughs> was ready for Miss Savannah. And let me tell you something about us. My brethren, my people. There's only so much of these blonde girlies with this entitlement thinking that they're going to tell everybody what to do that we're going to allow in a day. And he had probably dealt with enough of it at this point. Savannah marched her ass on that plane and the flight attendant very clearly told her, you're going to need to do this. You're going to need to do X, Y, and Z. She was like, well, ah, ah, ah. even the pilot, y'all, the pilot came out. I was like, well, I'm sure we can work something out. He said, ah, this has nothing to do with you, my friend. Go back into your compartment. And that pilot said, you're right. Turned his happy ass around and went back in to fly the plane. Because what that pilot was going to find out, what they was all going to find out today, was that Miss Savannah was in, the, was in errors. She was in arrears, okay? And they were about to evict her from the premises. Just do what you're told. Do what you're told. Also, pack correctly. Because you know in those, those airlines like that, the spirits and the things like that, they make you pay $50 extra for this and do something else for that. So you know, And also, you guys, the weather's getting warmer. People, are, people who are, have never traveled are traveling right now. It's spring break. It's graduation. It's a lot of stuff. It's people moving out of college. It's, a lot of, it's an emotional time to travel. So you need to be patient with everybody. So Savannah, you making these, these protestations and you putting your foot down and saying what you're going to say is not helpful. And you tr clearly tried the wrong one <laughs> because that queen said, please exit the kingdom promptly. And nobody, and no one argued with that queen. Not a flight attendant, not a security guard, not a no one. Because guess what? She did not find herself going home on Southwest. And I love that these celebrities and these people are like, well, I will never take Southwest again. I'll never do that again. Because you can't. You're banned, dum-dum. They're not going to let you on after you've been kicked off as an unruly passenger. You can't just go back on their airline. I think it's like two years or something. Like, girly, you've got to shush. What y'all girl, girl girls got to start to realize is that we are not in the 1820s Georgia anymore. And I understand that for a lot of you, it's only been two years since we have been liberated from that land. But it's over. It's done. The girls have had enough. There's a lot of stuff going on in this world that we need to unify as human beings. Right? Like absolutely despising Tom Sandoval and wondering why Miss Billy... Listen, I can understand why she... She's not being duplicitous, but it does seem like she's trying to get back on the show for it. So I can understand that we can unite against situations like that and be like, is this bitch trying to get on the show? But this kind of situation, let it go. Savannah, let it go and let Southwest go because they're really not going to let you on. You're going to you're gonna have to become a brunette and everything. They will get that lip fill. There will be a photo of Savannah Crisley in all the break rooms of Southwest globally. Do not let this woman board this flight. Any flight, never again.
she should be ashamed of herself, honestly. It's so embarrassing when people behave like that. Like, I saw that video of this brother. Y'all know how much I love a bald head man, honey. Mm. And this was a chocolate bald-headed brother. And he was in his feelings because there was a child on the plane who was irritable on the plane. Now, I know it's annoying. I've been on international flights. We are flying in the air for hours upon hours. And the babies are crying because the mom doesn't know yet because they haven't traveled enough yet that you need to get the baby a bottle at takeoff because it needs to help them pop their ears. Like, there's a lot of things that these people don't know yet. And you need to shut up because we're all flying. If you really was that bougie, if you really needed that much peace, you'd be on a private plane with just you and your companion. Would you not? But you can't afford that. So you need to be where you're at with the baby. Ask the people for some earplugs. Get some headphones and put some music on so you don't have to hear it. He was screaming and carrying on like he was a two-year-old. He was actually making more noise than the two-year-old at that point. That's embarrassing. What is this? Where do we do this at? The airplane etiquette, you know what it tells me? Do you know what it reads for me? It reads virgin. It reads you've never been anywhere before. It reads you've never done nothing. It reads your anxiety is bigger than this issue. You're anxious. Savannah, what are you so anxious about? What happened at the at the place before you? What happened at, before your destination? What was going on? Now I know you that you have reasons to be on edge. We all know that Savannah Chrisley has reasons to be in a moment of distress. But I'm like this behavior. Even Todd Chrisley would be disappointed. But if they could keep their special for not going to prison, he would have an episode about this and how he didn't raise his daughter Savannah, his pageant queen, the most perfect person in the world. To act like this, you ought to be ashamed. You ought to be ashamed. What would Jamie Foxx think? I wonder if he's been scrolling through. Because did you guys hear? Jamie Foxx is awake and alert, which was alarming for me to read because I'm like, so he was comatose? And honestly, thank God they didn't tell people that because it's none of our business. And I'm glad that he's awake and alert. And it would just would have sensationalized everything. Because I'm telling you right now, me, it would have been, forget Scandaval. I would have just been talking about that every day. Like, what is it? What is happening? It just, when I realize that these kind of people, these people that I love, these people that I love, that they're human beings and that we all have a time. Am I about to get, like, very emotional? <laughs> it just makes me sad. Because I'm like, Jamie Foxx, baby, Ray. Django. Uh, Jamie. I just don't want nothing to happen to Jamie Foxx. I'm not ready for that. That's just too close. It's too soon. It's too much. He's too vivacious. He's got such a youthful spirit. It's just weird. It doesn't make sense to me. A lot of these celebrity stories I hear, especially if they're like troubled and they've got like a bunch of shit going on or, you know, or if it's just like a crazy accident, it's like, oh, that's sad, but I can reconcile with that. That was a tragic thing. It's like, what happened? And what they have to say to us is that nothing happened. He's fine. <laughs> He's alert. We're all praying for you, Jamie. We all love you. We can't wait to see you back on the silver screen. We actually don't have to wait because he has new releases out. <laughs> so just go on Netflix. Let's go on the streaming services. Let's run his let's run his stuff up so that he can have a moment to rest. Because I have a feeling that they all need a little rest, right? All of the celebrities need rest. You guys rest, and I will do the jobs that you don't want. Because <laughs> I don't need rest. I'm ready to work, my darling. I'm ready to work. 
I was watching, well, I was listening to Kendrick, and he was telling Monty about how he had listened to the, listened to LOL. He had watched the Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker wedding special. And, you know, Monty, hey, y'all, I love y'all. I can't wait to have y'all on the podcast because I know it's happening. Monty has just, she recently was married. And I am getting married soon. And so I've been watching a lot of this um, you know, kind of bridal stuff because obviously I'm a bride. If y'all ever was getting it twisted, please understand that. Um, and her wedding was just like, think, say what you want about the Kardashians, okay? And say what you want about Courtney because I am like a Kardashian person. And so I understand that even within the supporters, even within the stands, people, Courtney's not the favorite. <laughs> She's not everyone's cup of tea. But this wedding, what I love about Travis and Courtney however obnoxious they are or annoying or whatever who cares the love is so obvious it's there this man was so afraid of flying he was in a plane crash and i'm telling you right now i wouldn't do it and my good friend matt skiba was in blink 182 for a spell so like i know that that the, those things that they say about travis like he really was not taking planes they were organizing their tours around his travel like on a boat or like uh, him getting on a tour bus and et cetera. So like, it's not that, that I don't really think that people don't believe him. I think they take it seriously, but anyway, the fact that they were able to get married in Portofino lets you know that he clearly, you know, either he took a long boat, which he didn't, he took a plane. They flew together. It was so, so gorgeous. So, so detailed and so, so intimate. Even the ceremony, like, all, like it really wasn't a big situation. It was very, very small, which I love. And um, you know, his dad couldn't make it because of flying and MJ, Courtney's grandmother couldn't make it because of flying. And I just want to will that kind of energy into my existence. Like, I just don't want people to get like, be giving me a hard time, or I just want to be like Courtney and not give a fuck because I understand that vibe and that feeling of like, you have this person and it's like, well, I don't really care about this thing. Like, I just care about us getting married. Like Travis says that he's like, well, we gave them inspiration for the setup and all this. And they made some edits and like, who cares? Because like, we don't, we're getting married. That's the most important thing. And I want to like, also, I also want to bring that energy to myself and allow myself to be flexible. So the one thing that I love the most <laughs> out of the whole thing, my biggest takeaway was that when their guests were arriving on the first day for like the welcome dinner, they were, they were super soakered. Get the super soaker out. Nerve gun couldn't, had nothing on that. The super soaker gun had nothing. They were absolutely drenched and I loved it. It's like your rich ass friends just flew you to Portofino for their gorgeous like wedding where you're all being styled and dressed. And let's just have a little bit of humility here. <laughs> Dry up. You clearly needed to cool down. You're a little bit hot. I love that. That had me in my fucking feelings. And all of the tears that were washing ashore from Chris Jenner just sobbing. Um, the one thing that I... One note that I took, and my sister already was trying to read me about that. I'm giving a speech. I'm giving a speech. I was like, it's not a wedding. It's a celebration of marriage. It's a very small, intimate thing. Like, It's very small. There's 1% of the people that we know that are invited to come. Like, It's not a situation. It's not even a wedding. Although, I guess it is because I'm obsessed. Um, she's like talking about the speeches. One thing that I don't need are speeches. <laughs> I just feel like it takes up so much time. And one thing that you guys may not know about me is that I was an event planner. I used to work for Oz Events with Jenny Osleroy. She's a fantastic 
entrepreneur, business owner. She has been in Brides Magazine and did every, I mean, she's been Maxim. She's been in a lot of, she's been everywhere. You guys just put Jenny Osleroy into your Google and you will know. Um, we went from coworkers to friends and I love her so much, but I have assisted her in event planning for weddings primarily. And I have had a lot of experience in things that I, even as an event planner that I was seeing that I was like, oh, I would love to do that. That seems really cool, blah, 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 blah. Even knowing how much of a headache it is and knowing how much of a this. And watching Courtney and Travis, I realized, oh, no, 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 no. No, the way that this is happening is the way that it's meant to be because the intimacy and this ability to just be who you are in, in this moment and be surrounded by nothing but love. And I don't know if it's just the editing, but like not even Kim and, and Chloe and Kai, like no one was complaining. It was just super gorgeous. And I also took note from that. I peeped game. Okay. Don't have any people coming out here to some raggedy shit. Don't have people coming out here to some raggedy shit. Step your game up and have it planned. Let people know where they need to be, when they need to be there, what they need to be dressed as. Give them some food to eat and give them something to sip on. Okay. That's what needs to happen. And also, I think that's just a note that I would have for anyone at a wedding. Like, okay, I don't care if it's five minutes down the road. Ciao. We coming over here. And I just love the, just the making out when they gave their wedding. When they had their wedding kiss. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You could hear the doves crying. <laughs> and the horns from the Italian. Boats a honking. And that's also one thing that I really loved, marrying the culture, not trying to bring all these American things over to Italy, but embracing what happens there as a party. Because that's why you're there, right? That's why you're having a destination wedding, because you want to be immersed in that culture. And I just love them. And I wonder who, I wonder if Andrea Bocelli was like, wait, I'm singing for who? B Barker? Okay. And Kardashian? You know, I'm sure he's just so accustomed to being like, oh, I'm singing for the Queen of Monaco and Oprah and these folks. Um, not that the Kardashians ain't lit lit because I'm the check had the check didn't bounce. I, when they wrote the check, I, I can guarantee you it didn't bounce. But I love that Andrea Bocelli was there. Um, and I don't mind spoiling this because like whatever. Um, it was very, very, very interesting and and an awesome and illuminating. And are any of my girlies getting married? Is that why you're here listening to the pod? Are, is this a part of my target audience? Um, if you are, I'm happy for you. If you already are, I'm I'm also happy for you. And if you're not and you don't want to, you ain't got to care in the world about nope, marriage. I'm also happy for you because that's your choice. And the best thing you can do in this life is what the hell you want. Right? Am I right? So I'm just thrilled, overjoyed. I love you guys so much. I'm so glad that you are here. I wanted to just touch base with you guys and just download some things. I'm going to have a Bravo episode this week. Uh, and guess what? Jess Lit Esquire from Bravo Barbies. Yes, the moment has arrived. The days have come. She will be doing Bravo episodes with me. We will be doing them regularly. I will let you know when we will be doing that. But this week, we will have another episode on Friday. Okay? Prepare yourself. I'm never going to tell you who our Friday guests are until the day of. Because you guys need to just be fucking excited. Because it's it gets better and better and better, you guys. I did not expect for us to get off to the races this expeditiously. But I'm proud of you. 
I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. If you're listening, if you're new, I love you. I can't wait to love on you. I can't wait to hold you and squeeze you. You're my little baby. Follow here. I know you want to, right? This is just amazing for your life. It gives you a little pepping step, baby. Follow. Rate me five stars. Let me know what you're thinking. Come to the Instagram. What is this honey podcast on Instagram? If you want a lovely meme, if you want to chuckle, you can go to the Bravo Barbies and give us some love. We have so much planned for you guys. And I love you.